wow, what a morning, huh? That word about the water level rising, I just was sitting on the front row and I just felt this encouragement from the Lord of like, I feel the water level rising. Like it's one thing to say it, it's another thing when you feel like you're in it. Is any, is, is, am I the only one? Just raise your hand if you feel like the water level is rising. Like, do you feel it? Something is happening. And it's amazing. Um, and I just, my biggest prayer is just, Lord, just have your way. Wow. Well, hey, I got just a couple things, and then I want to I wanna just talk a little bit. Um, can I just go ahead and say something? It's very likely that this service is going to go long. <laughs> and I'm just going to tell you at 11.19 so that you're not surprised when we get to 12 o'clock. It's like, why is Andrew still talking? Okay? Don't, don't be surprised. Um, we, we have a sign that we will put up when it's time to go get your kids. Feel free to bring them back into the service because we love our kids in service. I love it. It's not going to distract me. It's not going to distract me. In fact, if anything, the Holy Spirit's probably coming, right? Because he's on the kids. He's in the kids. Um, and so anyway, I just want to provide that encouragement right off the bat. If we get there and it's like we're kind of starting to wind down, but we're not there yet, just it's okay. We're going to allow the Lord to take this wherever he wants to go. Cool? All right. I know most of you that are at Convergence, you're like, this is, it normally happens and they don't even talk about it. It just happens anyway. So now I'm talking about it. So if you're a guest, just, just preparing you. Um, hey, uh, our vision here at Convergence is, uh-oh. We have no clickers, which is okay. We're just going to run. Yeah. Convergence exists to encounter Jesus and transform cities with his power and love. It's who we are. It's what we're all about. Um, it's okay. Um, can, you, can you change slides, though, Jason? That would be awesome. Just go to the next slide, which we just did. And actually, go to the next slide. Um, if you're new here, I want to just... Thank you for coming. How many are guests in the room? Yeah, can we just celebrate that? Yeah, thanks for coming. We have Discover Convergence. It's our kind of our uh, a lunch after the service. It's going to be on April 16th, so we got a little bit, but I just want to go ahead and invite you to that, hear a little bit more about the vision, mission, kind of who we are as a church. Um, so you're invited to that. Switch slides, Jason. All right, does anybody know what this is? Pretty much everybody in the room probably knows what this is. And if you don't know what this is, you're probably not on social media. And that's okay. I honor that and respect that. Um, this is a picture from the Hughes Auditorium in uh, a small city called Wilmore, Kentucky, which, by the way, only has a population of about 6,000. Okay. Um, my dad, my brother David, and I went on Thursday. We flew in, and we drove, and this is a picture from Thursday, and there's 1,700 people in this room, and it's a wraparound building, so you'll see it's literally, the, they have a huge balcony that wraps all the way around, um, and so this is what the Lord is doing. It started on Wednesday, February 8th, during a 10 a.m. chapel. 
just providing context for those that don't know what I'm talking about, okay? And all of a sudden, they're just, and again, here's the great thing about how God moves. There was, it was all normal. It's just a normal chapel service. There wasn't a, they didn't invite a worship team to come in from another state. They didn't have a speaker that's well known. They didn't, in fact, this place, when you're in there, you're like, this is like, there's so many things that you're like, they could do this differently. They could, <laughs> but it's raw, it's real. And so they were just, were just worshiping. A speaker gave a message, and at the end, I think there were 19 students that just wouldn't leave. And it doesn't have to start with 3,000. Sometimes it starts with 19. Sometimes it starts with a few that are like, I am not going to leave this room until I encounter Jesus in a way that I've never done it before. And I think one thing the Lord is releasing right now, specifically even on college campuses, is there is a fresh hunger for him. Not for, not for services, not for programs, not for stadiums even. I love stadium gatherings, but I think there's something about this. Just a normal service that ends up turning into something that has not stopped. They've been having continuous around the clock. I've heard of people walking in at three in the morning, and there's people in here jumping around, praying, worshiping. In the middle of the night, while I'm sleeping. <laughs> Can you go to the next slide, Jason? All right, so this is kind of where I want to just spend just a few moments. I just want to take a few minutes and just process this with you guys for a minute. Because one of the things that the Lord is doing is he's specifically marking Gen Z. Like I said. And, and I just want to speak to us for a minute. I'm a millennial, okay? I know I'm talking to a lot of generations, and we are very big in this church, by the way, about all of the generations together. The kids, the young and old, what does it say? It says the sons and daughters will prophesy. The young men will dream dreams. The old men, right? It's all of us together. Can we agree on that? Okay, fantastic. We're all on the same page. Now... Can we also be okay with the fact that he is singling out a generation? Okay. I'm talking to the right people this morning. Right? I'm a millennial. I'm not going to get offended. Careful. Sometimes it's easy to do this. Oh, the Lord's just, he's really signifying that. He's just kind of, no, he's, he's not leaving you out. You're involved in this. And part of your role, actually, is to grab as many Gen Z as you see, bring them in here and say, I want you to encounter Jesus. I want to disciple you. I want to come alongside. Yeah. I feel like that's part of my job as a millennial is to say, hey, come on, Gen Z. Come on. Ante into this. And so I want to show you this picture. One thing that they would do is, is they would allow the college students. So, by the way, I waited, my dad and David and I waited four hours in 33 degree weather while it was while snowflakes were falling in a line that was wrapped around the building just to get in and that was a short line compared to what the line was like yesterday 
I saw pictures of it, and there's probably a thousand people just on the lawn. Like, you can't even get in. But one thing that they would do is, is they would let college students go in before us. They would have a separate line just for Gen Z. And instead of getting offended, I watched people of all generations, millennials, I watched boomers, I watched Gen X, I watched the different generations pull college people out of line and say, no, you need to go over there because you can get in faster. I watched it happen over and over and over and over again, and it was beautiful because it was the invitation that the Lord is inviting every generation into, which is you're participating in this. You're not going to sit on the sideline and just wait this thing out, anti-in. And so I want to show you this picture because they would literally put Gen Z on the back of the stage. Like they would just file them in. And I just love watching them worship. It marked me. And now what's happening, what happened at Asbury is now happening all over the U.S., I've been reading reports from ORU, Lee University. There's a house of prayer that a, uh, a church has in Kalamazoo, Michigan, that started a prayer meeting on Thursday that hasn't stopped. All through the night, the building is full of people. I'm not just... When I went, one of the things the Lord was really clear with me on, and I just want to, I don't know where I'm going this morning. Um, maybe we aren't going to preach. I, the Lord was really clear with me about not posting on social media. And I just want to say that's my conviction, okay? Because I wanted to so bad. I had so many videos. I was like, oh, I want to just post this, and I want to post that. And the Lord was, there was something about a reverence and a sacredness that the Lord was like, just honor it and just be present. Because we live in a time now where social media, just things just explode. And I love that because the Lord uses it to explode things. But there was something that the Lord was doing in my heart of like, be present and just honor what he's doing. And so I really felt specifically, I haven't really even talked much about this other than to Emily until now because I felt like the Lord said, wait until Sunday to talk about it. And what I want to encourage us and invite us into is that this isn't like a everybody's falling on the floor type of outpouring right now. I think sometimes we're used to like charismatic movements and the Holy Spirit's in there and like you can't walk in the room and everyone's just laying on the ground and there is some of that happening but really a lot of this is a raw real repentant holiness it's a very deep thing they, they would just worship and worship and worship and sometimes they were playing all of them were playing the wrong chords and they weren't always hitting the right notes and you can't hear anything because everybody else is singing and all you can hear are the voices singing. It's not cool. It's not like a cool, it's not like a hype, but cool thing. But it's the Lord. He doesn't need cool. He doesn't need us to glitter things up. What he wants is he just wants to pour himself out on those that are hungry. 
And what I saw, there's this great quote, and I, and I don't have a picture of it, but the top of the building says, holiness unto the Lord. There is a holiness thing that the Lord is doing right now. And one of the responses that I saw happen all throughout the room was that people would go up with no altar call. They would come to the front and they would begin to repent of all of their sins. And the Lord was like, boom. Something about that is happening. You don't have to have an altar call. People were just coming. I was blown away. But I just, I think it's really important that we as a church, what I wanted to to just kind of end this with is that there's no specific formula for a move of God like this. And anytime you try to put a formula on it, he's like, eh. He doesn't want to be put in a box. And so I just, I want real quick, I just want us to pray really quickly. Because it's not just for Asbury, it's not just for other places, it's for here. And the Lord has something new that he wants to do. So Lord, we thank you for what you've done. We honor what you did, what you're doing at Asbury. We honor what you're doing in other college campuses across the U.S., Lord. And Jesus, we just say, we are in. We're in. We're in, Lord. Whatever it looks like, God, whatever you're asking us to do, what's our role? How can we, how can we open ourselves up to this and say, Lord, you can have all, all you want in my life. Shake up religion. Shake up tradition. And allow me just to burn So, Lord, we just say yes, and we just invite, we just, as a church, if you're a guest here, I just invite you to participate with us. We're a family this morning. As a church, we just cry out, and we say, we're all in. We're all in. We're all in. We'll keep the lights on the building as, lo- as, as much as you want us to, God. We'll, we'll, play, we'll pray in this room as much as you want us to, Lord. We'll do whatever it looks like, God. But we just say yes. And we just specifically bless Gen Z. If you're, in Gen, if, if you're part of Gen Z, can you just stand up real quick? I just want us to bless them. Lord, we just ask you right now. We thank you for what you are releasing in a generation. God, I, in all my years, I have never seen hunger like I'm seeing right now. So right now, we ask you that you would mark a generation, God, with your holiness, that you would mark a generation, God, a generation that says we don't need any fluff, we just want what's real. We just want what's real. Mark a generation, Lord. Abandoned worship, Lord. Jesus. And Lord, we just say, Lord, even, I just speak as a millennial and I just say, I make room for you. I make space for whatever the Lord wants to do in you and through you. Jesus. Pour it out. Pour it out. Pour it out. Come on, if you're not standing, this is an opportunity to pray. Just pray.
Pour it out. Pour it out, Lord. We release them into all that you've called them to. We release them into their identity as a generation. As a generation, we release them into their identity. Be all that God has called you to be. Release all that God has put inside of you to release. Release it. generation oh yeah let's just keep praying a little longer I don't feel like we can move on yet fire of God mark a generation Fire of God. Fire of God. It's the fire of God. Fire of God. Fire of God. Fire of God. Jesus, 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 we invite you, Jesus. Yes to the fresh thing. Say yes to the new wine skin.
greater. Just continue to move. Just continue to move. Just continue to blow. We're not in a hurry. We're not in a hurry. Just continue to pray. I'm going to have Jesse pray. Um, I just feel like he has something to release over Gen Z. So stay standing if you're in that generation. And let's just continue to pray. Um, I have no idea what we're doing, which is great. Um, I'm not currently following any notes. So we're just going to stay for a moment and just continue to pray. So if you're sitting... You're not standing. This is not an opportunity to check out. It's an opportunity to continue to pray. And I just, I'm just going to let Jesse release whatever's on his heart. Jesus, a generation at your feet is less than you deserve, God. All our lives poured out is less than you deserve, God. Jesus, you died on the cross. Jesus, you paid our ransom. We are yours, God. All we have to give, you already bought. It's less than you deserve, God. Jesus, it's all you ask. Jesus, it's so little. all you ask, God. 
Jesus, which in thee pour out what's already yours, God. Jesus, would we acknowledge that your broken body is enough? Jesus, would we stop living as though we are in sin, God, that we're chained, that we're slaves to it, God? You paid the price to free us, God. You set your sons and daughters free with your body and blood, God. Sin is six feet underground, God. Jesus, would Gen Z live as though it is gone? Jesus, that we are genuinely set free, God. Would we live as though you paid the price? Would we walk out lives worthy of what you did, God? Just walking in the truth. That's all you ask, God. The truth of what you did on the cross. Jesus, your broken body and spilled blood. When we walk in the truth. Death, where is your sting? It's not on Gen Z. Jesus. Jesus, we declare Gen Z is suicide free, God. Jesus. What room is there for death in a generation generation set free, God? What room is there for death in, in place with your sons and daughters, God? Those you purchased. Jesus. Would your name be declared, God? What a simple name.
just just keep ministering around the room. If you're standing and you're part of Gen Z, if you if you could just come to the front, I just want to invite you to the front. And I, I just again, just so everyone knows, this is not regularly scheduled programming. I have 16 pages of notes, and I'm on page one, which was introduce myself. So if you're here, this is your first time at Convergence, welcome. Our number one goal is that we would not get in the way of what he's doing. Right now, we can't just jump into something else. We have to stay here. We have to linger. So I just want, yeah, just, let's just keep praying. Um, If anybody that's at the front that's Gen Z has something, please come to myself or Jesse. Maybe there's a testimony. Maybe there's something that you just want to pray give opportunity for that, but let's just linger for a little bit and just see what the Lord wants to do. If this is uncomfortable for you, I'm so glad about that. I'm so happy. We're not here for comfortable, we're here for Him. We're here for him. Trust me, as a leader, there's nothing more uncomfortable than this. Because I'm giving up control of the meeting. But guess what? The meeting was never in my control. The meeting is in God's hands. And so, Lord, we just bless this time. Whatever you want to release, we just say yes. Pray. Let's just pray. I just heard Jesus asking if we could answer his request to lay down our alabaster jars. As a generation, as a church, can we lay down all we have for you? For him, knowing that it's less than he deserves, knowing that it's all we have, can we do that? Yeah, let's do that. Let's lay our lives down. Lord, I lay, I lay down my alabaster jar. I lay down. I lay it down. The thing that I've worked so hard to do, I lay it down at your feet saying, you can have it, Lord. Lord, it says in James 1.27, it says, pure and undefiled religion is to care for the widows and orphans, but it's also to live unstained by the world. So this morning, Lord, I just see you wiping off the stains 
the places where we've just been in culture and we've just been living our lives and we haven't even realized that there's just a little bit of the world that we're carrying into things. And this morning, there's a response that says, I will live my life unstained by the world. I'm not going to let the world dictate my life. I'm not going to let culture dictate my decisions. I'm not going to allow that to happen. I'm going to say, Jesus, you can have all of that. I will live unstained. And you can't remove the stain. Only he can. It's his grace. It's his mercy. It's who he is. Praying in the Spirit. I'm not releasing a public utterance of tongues. I'm just praying in the Spirit. If you pray in the Spirit, you can just pray to yourself. If you're in this room and you struggle at all with suicide, or even thoughts of death, I want you to stand up now. Don't wait. This is it. There's an opportunity right now with what Jesse was praying to get free from that. If that's you, stand. If there's anybody in the room, thoughts of death or suicide. Thank you, Lord. If there's anyone online, we just ask you for freedom right now. Suicidal thoughts, go. Thoughts of death, leave.
your feet. I am an answer to the great commission. I will go. I will be your hands, your feet. <laughs> oh, I am an answer to the great commission. I will go. I will be your hands, your feet. <laughs> oh, I am an answer to the great commission. I will go. I will be your hands, your feet. <laughs> oh, I am an answer to the great commission. I will go. I will be your hands, your feet. <laughs> oh, I am an answer to the great commission. I will go. I will be your hands, your feet. Gen Z will be holy say apart for the Lord. Gen Z
stay in this place. If you have kids, go get your kids. And we're doing this early, partly because we want our Gen Z workers to be in the room. Yeah. 
So I've asked that we put the sign up early. Just bring your kids in. Don't, don't leave. But I just, there's something significant happening right now. And I just want every single one of our Gen Z to be, to be here in the room. If you're a part of Gen Z, I just want you to, if you want, I want you to declare things over your gener, over your generation. So I'm going to hold the mic, um, and so if you want to come up and just declare things over your generation, you're free to do that. Gen Z will no longer search for truth in things of the world, but in the truth. Yeah, if you're Gen Z and you just walked in the room from child care, just come to the front. You're like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> the Lord's doing something. Now we're, we're making declarations over your generation. Okay, so we're going to change it up a little bit. All of Gen Z is going to come to the stage. Change it up. <laughs> and then I'm, we're just, y'all are going to pass the mic around each other, to each other, and just declare things over your generation. Yes, yes. 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 
And church, we're just going to pray over them. You can just speak over them. We're going to worship, speak over them. Thank you that hunger for you will consume us, Jesus. That our hunger for you would consume every doubt, every piece of, every language the world throws at us, Father, that is not of you, Father. Your hunger would consume it, Jesus. That we would know you. That we would know the face of Jesus and that we would recognize you in the darkness of the world. Lord, that we would be a generation that shines your light, Jesus. That would shine it in the darkness where the world doesn't understand it, Jesus. But Lord, we've met with you. So the world is gonna know you through Gen Z. We thank you, Father. God, I thank you that Gen Z will not be dead in works and will not be dead in our striving. But we know the difference between religion and relationship because you have revealed yourself to us, Jesus, that we will know you in all of who you are, Jesus, that we will know your love and we will know the difference between working and abiding in who you are. I thank you that we will not be lukewarm. We are not a lukewarm generation, but we are on fire for you, Jesus. We are on fire for the man whose eyes are on fire. So thank you. Also just declare that Gen Z is free from the need to gossip. That's really been on my heart. We have no need to find our identity in hurting other people. And we can lift them up, Jesus. We can pour our, like, bring people's identity and see them through your eyes, Jesus. We see them through the way that you love them. We see their purpose, Jesus. And I just break off the need to have to spread any any gossip or, or talk about people negatively. Jesus, you have called us apart to be different, to love on people like no other generation has. I declare that Gen Z is released from the pressures of everyone older or younger to be different than who they are, to change themselves for what the world wants them to be and not what they want to be. I declared that we are released, that Gen Z is fully released from the fear of man, from the pressures of social media, from the pressures of everyone their age, from the pressures of their peers, and that all they do is serve for the Lord. They don't serve man, but they serve the Lord. The, the chains of the world do not shackle them anymore. They're going to shatter, and everyone is going to be free, and they're going to be able to know who they are without the worries of the world trying to change them. I declare over Gen Z that we will not be, that we will share the gospel and we will have a hunger and desire to share the gospel. Yeah. Even when it's uncomfortable and we don't want to. I declare clarity of truth over Gen Z. I declare peace.
peace of mind and identity because we know that Jesus Christ is our rock and our foundation. I declare the courage to speak the word of God without fear of any consequences. I declare love over Gen Z. captivated by the world, Lord, but I was captivated by your eyes that looked upon me, God. I just pray that this world, this generation, they would just see you, Lord. All it takes is one encounter from you, Jesus. Lord, you look upon us with such love that the world can never offer to us, Lord. I was so broken until I saw your eyes, Lord, and you bore me out. <laughs> Lord, I just And they can see the compassion you have for them in your eyes, Lord. So I just declare that we would be a generation that is captivated by the way that you look upon us, God. Yes. That the world can never offer. And that every talent that you place in us, everything that you've placed inside of us, Lord God, that we would be a generation that none of those things are wasted, God. That every single thing, Lord, that you've placed in us to glorify you, Lord would be fully, just fully restored, God. And there would not be one thing, Lord, that was taken. In Jesus' name. I declare revival that should happen, that needs to happen. I declare all um, health is healed right now. I declare all sickness is uh, declared and it's all it's all going away and all um, everybody in the hospital is gonna get up and uh, uh, start dancing and uh, praising the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That this is a generation that is championed on by all the other generations. That people um, that feel so lonely with you show them that there's these generations that are saying, you got this, step up in faith. We're the most supported generation I've ever seen. And probably a lot of other people have never seen a, a generation as, of these parents that have stepped up and say, we have you back, we have your back. Jesus, that we have people behind us that are championing us forward. I declare that Gen Z will be a hungry generation. I declare that Gen Z will no longer be afraid to stand for truth. I declare Gen Z would be a unified generation.
Jesus, thank you for all these good things that are happening. I declare peace over Gen Z. I declare that Gen Z will be a generation of identity. I declare that Gen Z is like roses, beautiful no matter what their color is, can be so fragile if they're not taken care of properly, but when thriving are so strong. Gen Z will be free from witchcraft. I declare that all of Gen Z will be laid down lovers, God. I declare that we will know who we are because we know whose we are, God, and that our eyes will stay fixed on you all of our days, Lord. Yeah, I just break off any word curse or covenant made against the generation of Z. Jesus, that we would have eyes to see and ears to hear for you, God. Yeah, God, I declare that Gen Z will not be a generation of confusion, but of peace, God. That we would not be confused about who we are, about our identity, Lord, about our personalities, Lord, but we would walk in the peace that we are, that we are child, children of God, Lord. That we would have that peace, Lord, that we would walk in that reality, Jesus. So I pray for peace to wash over Gen Z. Lord, that we would step into the reality of our identity and who we are, Jesus. Jesus, I declare that Gen Z will walk a life, walk a life that was laid out for us with your death on the cross, God. We would walk in freedom from all things the devil tries to restrict us to and hold us to, God, in Jesus' name. declare that Gen Z will be worshiping God for the rest of their lives. I declare that Gen Z will be a generation of broken curses. Gen Z will be a generation of boldness to share the gospel. I declare that Gen Z, since it is the final letter, that every curse that has been held on any other generations will end now. And that anything that has started that is bad will end here. And that this generation will change everything. I declare that Gen Z will end all, all I declare Gen Z will be pornography free. I declare the fear of the Lord over Gen Z. I declare that Gen Z would be Gen free. Free from doubt, deception, delusion, confusion. I pray that in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would stir it up in our hearts to go out to preach and make known the mystery of your will, Lord God. Lord God, that we would go out as Gen Z, as a strong generation, Lord God, to go out and minister to those who are lost, Lord God. I pray in the name of Jesus, 
Lord, that these people who are lost, Lord God, they would encounter you in such a mighty and great way, Lord God. Father, that they would seek you. Father, we don't hunger. We don't labor for food that perishes, Lord God. We, we want the food that endures eternal life, Lord God. So I pray, Lord God, that you would, you would stir it up in us, Lord, as a generation, Lord God, to go out, to speak and make known, to give us a boldness, Lord God. Give us boldness, Lord God, to go out in Jesus' name, Lord God. Amen. I declare that Gen Z are not orphans. Yes, Lord, I pray that you would, you would fill Gen Z with fresh hope, God, for what you can do. Lord, that we were born for such a time as this, Father, and greater things are yet to come in your kingdom. identity 
us really strong. That's about identity. And instead of just walking around with those masks, Gen Z started taking off the masks. And that's only when Jesus came and he came face to face and he put his forehead on your forehead. And he said, I didn't create you to look like the world. I didn't create you to look like the conformity of the world, the wisdom of the world. I didn't create you to look like those things. I created you to look like me. So look at me. And you stared into his eyes and your identity changed. There was no mask any longer. Your identity is righteousness. Your identity is holiness. Your identity is authority in the blood of Jesus. Your identity is freedom. Your identity is hope. Your identity is love everlasting. Your identity is joy. Your identity is in Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hey, Gen Z, I just um, wanted to say on behalf of Gen X that we support you. We are behind you. And uh, don't. This is for both us and for y'all. Don't look down upon yourselves because of your youth. Jesus built his church. His disciples were youth. They were young. And they created the biggest move that's still going now. And that's what you're marked for. That's what you're marked for. Just wait on him like they waited for him in the upper room in Pentecost. And you will be marked. You will be marked and you will be commissioned. And you run your lane. But I saw y'all. I saw this generation as we were praising and worshiping. As an arrow. And you were cutting. You were cutting through religion. You were cutting through the lies of the world. You were cutting through the lies of the social media and the and the doubt and the fear. You it was just you were just cutting through. But you weren't just setting your own generation free. You were setting the older generations and the generations to come free to walk in the freedom and the authority that God has given us. And you're going to go beyond the cross. And yes, it may sound sacrilegious. You're going to go beyond Jesus. You're going to go to the throne room. And you're going to learn your authority. And you're going to bring those weapons. And you're going to bring that stuff back here. And it's going to be here. It's going to be here. It's going to be heaven. It's going to be here on earth as it is in heaven. And this generation is going to spearhead that. And Lord, I just praise you and thank you, Father. I thank you and praise you, and I pray on behalf, on behalf of Gen X for Gen Z. I'm praying for them. Lord, you just let your spirit fall. Let it be pure. Let it be a pure what you meant, Father, for the church to be. Let them show us what it is, Father, and let us be humble enough. This, just strip us of our pride, Lord God, and let us be willing just to look and learn, Father. In the name of Jesus, I just pray for a spirit of purity, a spirit of purity, Lord God, over this generation. And Lord, I just pray that they would just have the power of heaven. 
at their backs, Lord God. It would be effortless, Lord God. <laughs> it, would, it would be you. And they're just being led by you perfectly, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, we just want to say we are with you. And we're going to go beyond Jesus as Savior, but we're not going to go beyond Jesus. I do just want to say that. Because we're headed to his throne. And that's our destination. And I just, I just want all of us just to rise up right now and just to bless, bless these guys. Let's just speak blessing. We are with you. We are with you. We bless you. We declare life, strength. Yes. In uh, 2020, my sister had an open vision. And in the vision, uh, right before the COVID shutdown, she saw a line of the church, mighty warriors. It was the church that Jesus Christ died to build, right? Because he said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not, will not prevail against it. And she saw us all, many in this room, when we were standing on horses as the hordes of hell were coming at us. And she saw where this was being manifested in 2020. And remember, Jesus does nothing out of reaction to the enemy. He is Lord, he is King. This has always been plan A. The kingdom of heaven is here. The kingdom of heaven is taking over all other kingdoms, peace, joy, and righteousness in the Holy Spirit. And the hordes of hell were coming and fear like a fog was trying to paralyze us. And in the vision, she said to them, hold your line, we're about to charge. And all through the 2020 shutdowns, many of you, I had dreams where I saw the boomers booming, Gen X crying out. I saw, again, the millennials as we were crying out. Let me tell you something and interpret for you this hour. Gen Z is an answer to prayer. Gen Z is a reflection of generations standing and holding the line saying, your kingdom come, your will be done here on earth just as it is in heaven where we rose up and we blessed and we did not curse. So I'll say to you, Gen Z, you are overcomers, where you were told to sit down, shut up and go home. Wear a mask and don't show your faces. You have overcome one of the most trying hours of history. And you are here to stand and say, we are the sons and daughters, confident sons, confident daughters, crying out, Abba Father, you have the same DNA of the one who overcame, right? This is our hour as a church. Yes, repent, be washed in the blood, and be filled with the Spirit because we are doing what the Great Commission said. And you're doing it. Confident sons, confident daughters.
Corinthians 10 is referring to the Lord's Supper, which is communion. And if Paul makes it very clear in 1 Corinthians 10, he says, you cannot partake of the Lord's table and the table of demons. And I've always read that verse and it scared me. So that's not a, a, a fearful thing. But I feel like there's this moment right now, the Lord is consecrating a generation. But it's not just Gen Z, it's everyone in the room. There's a call to consecrate. We're not gonna participate in two tables. There's only one table. There's only one table and it's the table of the Lord where his body and his blood was poured out and Paul says, for I received. He doesn't say that we take communion because it's a gift, we receive it. So what, I, what I'm going to have, I'm going to have Jesse Kamali lead us in the body, and then Jessica's going to lead us in the blood. And what I want you to do is, if you're, if you're up here, you can just come now and you can just grab a communion cup. Um, here at Convergence, we practice open communions. So you don't have to be a member here to participate with us. We do ask, though, that you, that you have a relationship with Jesus. And just to grab a communion element... You guys are doing great. I don't know any orderly way to do this, so I think we're doing good. We're just gonna enter into this. Yeah, can you guys have some? Okay. Does anyone need does anyone need one? Does anyone up here need one? No? Okay. You guys are good. body, Isaiah 53, his body was pierced for our transgressions. We're going to step in. I feel like there's a moment, if you just, if you even want to come to the front and take this, and you just want to just have a message that says, I am consecrating myself this morning. I'm just going to have Jesse go ahead and pray and just lead us. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross, for recognizing that we were lost without you, God, for deciding despite our every action to spite you, God, you still paid the price. 
Thank you for experiencing the torture of wearing a crown of thorns and being beaten, God. Jesus, as you were whipped and as you were pierced and as your hands were nailed to the cross and your feet nailed to the cross, God, every step of the way that your body was broken, you were looking at us and saying, it's worth it. It's worth it for Gen Z. It's worth it for Gen Z's parents. It's worth it for Gen Z's parents' parents. Knowing the price you were paying meant salvation for us. We remember the pain. We remember the suffering as we take the body and eat. Jesus, and I just thank you for your blood that's always been here with us. As long as I can remember, your blood has always been there to wash us clean, to bring us back into remembrance of who you are and what you did for us. And even just now, as we're just talking about the generations and, and just going after it for what you want for our generation, I just pray that this blood allows us to step into a clean slate of being pure, of being free from 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 gossip, from other identities that have been put on us, that we are set apart and consecrated and we're going on the path, Jesus. You've washed us as white as snow, Jesus, and we don't have to think about anything but the path that you've put for us, Jesus. So I just pray that for our generation and all the generations that our slate is clean. You can only say good about this, these generations. It's clean, Jesus, and we step into that and we thank you for what you've done that we are completely clean in your eyes, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood, and we partake in that. just um, earlier I saw this picture of um, like an hourglass with sand running through it and I felt like God started talking to me and he said the sand it's pouring through it's the sands of convergence and it's the sands of all your prayers all your tears all the times you believed me, all the times you trusted me, all the times you've stood. And I saw the sand then, it emptied out. And then I saw the hand of the Lord and he flipped the hourglass. 
And he said, convergence, it's time. Convergence, it's time. Convergence, it's time. It's time and you're ready. It's time and you're ready. And we, as convergence, we step into this move of God. We step in. We don't, we're not standing on the sidelines. We're not dipping our toes in. We're diving in. We're diving in because it's who we are. And right here, right now, for such a time as this, we exist to encounter Jesus and transform cities. And we say yes to all that you're doing, God. And that I just felt like we will serve this move. And something that has really stuck out to me about the Asbury outpouring is the people bringing water bottles to people and taking out the trash and taking care of people. They are the people that have PhDs. They were the professors. They were the older generation. They were the leaders serving the move. And I feel a call on our generation and the other generations around Gen Z to serve this move. Does that mean you don't receive? Absolutely not. We receive it all. We serve and we receive. And we just say, we will serve this move, God. We will do whatever it takes to serve this move. And we will receive with wide arms and open hearts. We will receive all that you're pouring out. And we agree with what you're doing. One last thing to further interpret this move. This generation has been full on targeted, full massively targeted on their identity. And laws are passed and agendas are being pushed. And what does God do? He bypasses all of it. He just bypasses all of it because it's who he is. And he will not be legislated out. And he will not be agended out. They can take him out of textbooks, but they cannot shut down a move of God. And we thank you, Jesus, that you bypass it all. It's who you are and it's what you do. And we give our lives to it. Yeah, hey, uh, it's it's 12.50. If you need to go, go. I don't really know how long this is going to go. I, I do want, I want, I want Selah to share. And then I want, I just want us to just worship for a little bit. We'll just kind of see what happens, okay? If you need to leave again, you're welcome to leave. I know my, my tummy's rumbling too, but just feel like we need to just let whatever the Lord wants to do happen. Is that cool? Can we do that? So I just want to encourage you guys in something that the Lord encouraged me in. Um, last night, I was just feeling like, I don't know, emotionally run down. And I was like, Lord, I don't know what to do. But obviously, he knew. 
Um, and so he led me to Joel chapter 2, which I was kind of like, what's in Joel? Like, <laughs> what is that? So then I read this and I knew this was the Lord. So that yet, yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning, and rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and he relents over disaster. Who knows whether he will not turn and relent and leave blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. So yeah, just be encouraged that the Lord is gracious and the Lord is merciful throughout our lives and he loves our hearts so much with his steadfast love.
our names are written upon his hand and in the book of life <laughs> thank you jesus that we are seated with you in the heavenlies <laughs> We are. 